Welcome. Yay. So excited. It's Trans Tuesday. It is like the coolest night of the week. Uh, we wait all week for this. Whoever thinks, whoever thought growing up that you would like get through the weekend so that you could get to like a Tuesday, but that's what this is all about. Uh, love that we get this opportunity to come together. So uh, for all of you out there, I'm your host, Cassandra Storm. My pronouns are she, her, hers. Tonight, we are hosting Casey Grimm, the owner of Rise Beauty Company, who is so excited to be here tonight that she is joining us from home, despite having a very rough migraine. So we were originally going to um, be airing this together in person from her spa and salon, Rise Beauty Company. Um, but we thought, you know, we were either looking at having to cancel altogether or if we could get some of this in um, with her expertise from home. So we appreciate everybody's patience as we kind of restructured this evening. And then I promise you at some point you will get a full behind the scenes tour of her gorgeous space, because I know so many people dream of what it's like to go to a spa and salon. Um, and that's, that's like a bucket list thing. Mm -hmm. And if you're nervous, we want to demystify that experience for you and show you how comfortable and friendly and warm her space is. Casey, I, I just, as a, as a big shout out, um, her ladies are so welcoming of this community. She has hired trans employees. And whenever I have a new client come in, they always check with me on does this person need a private space? Do they want to, or do they want to be out with everybody and enjoying the hustle and bustle with the gals, or do they want to be a little bit more removed? And um, I'm included in her employee chat on Facebook. So I see all the behind the scenes stuff. So I see when she'll post, if I have somebody coming in, she'll be like, clear this treatment room, do music and candles and make it really nice and special for them. So very, very grateful to have her tonight. Um, Casey, welcome. Welcome to the show. You've been here before. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us this evening. Thanks for having me tonight. Sorry that I couldn't manage to get to the salon for you guys today, but um, I promised to do some behind the scenes um, video and, and stuff, maybe some interviews with the staff to get um, into the private Facebook group for everybody. Uh, so you can kind of see the space and meet the staff and um, see the friendly and warm faces that cannot wait to answer your beauty questions or, you know, in, in a perfect world, see you and pamper you in person and just celebrate you. I love the way you put that. Thank you so much. We can't wait whenever you are up for it and you have time. That would be an amazing experience for us. So um, tonight's episode showcases one of the many perks of being a club member of My Feminine Heart. Only our club members are able to join us in the Zoom right now, and we are live streaming to our private Facebook group. Um, and I see the comments coming in. So those who aren't on screen, hi, Renee, hi, Erica, hi, Rami. And I'd love to um, welcome the beautiful ladies who are joining us on screen who all sent us um, beauty questions beforehand. So welcome Grace and Bronwyn and Michaela. Thank you for joining us and for braving to come on with your beauty questions. So these are the priority questions. And while we have Casey and she's up for it, we're going to get your questions answered. Um, but if you have questions in the Facebook group, please, you know, send them our way. And I will be sure to, if we can, 
get them answered for you. Um, so we are going to jump right in. Uh, the first question that we had is from Grace. Uh, Grace said, what's a good routine for mature skin? I'm in my 60s and have been getting laser treatments to remove facial hair. I still need to shave daily to remove the very fine gray hairs. I exfoliate a few times a week after laser treatments. What kind of routine would be recommended? And um, so I have pictures of the products that Grace uses, which I'll, I'll bring up on the screen. And she also uses a Remington electric razor with a rubberized exfoliating head. So um, Grace, I'm gonna let you- Matt, Grace. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Casey, what? I said claps on that. That's a really great tool. Oh, go ahead. Mm -hmm. You know the Remington tool that she's talking about? Yes, yeah, and I saw the picture um in the you know in the group but i still want to see them again um big on the screen here but that is a great tool it's um great because exfoliation is very important um but it's very important to not over exfoliate mm -hmm. so this yep, is, great. There it is. Got right. that rubberized head which is not too um you know too abrasive or damaging to the skin but it gives you a really great deep clean so mm -hmm. Kudos on that tool. That thing is awesome. Oh, good. Um, but it totally by accident. <laughs> sometimes those are the the best things, right? Right. So, um, you know, I did see that you had two different exfoliators. One was a little bit grittier. The other, not quite so mm -hmm. gritty. Um, you know, like I said before, exfoliation is really important, but it's extremely important not to over exfoliate so let me okay. see the, the the products again Cass. okay so you said that did you say that the spa scriptions was not as gritty and the, uh, the other that's one, the one that, that's actually grittier it, that one's it grittier. has um uh you know feeling in it like it's sandpaper the other one the the equate one is um just pretty much feels like a, a, a cream um i didn't feel i was getting any uh any oof to it gotcha. and i don't know if i need to but uh you know this is just kind of like sandpaper yeah Casey, do you want to see any of the ingredient labels um sure go ahead if you have those this is the pink scrub mm -hmm. is that grapefruit flavored that's the one, yep. Pink lemon and mandarin orange, I believe is what that one is. Right. Is what it says? Yep, pink lemon and mandarin orange, right you are. Which, so, you know, looking at the ingredients, um, you can see that they have the fruit and the peel extracts in there, but they're really far down on the ingredient list. They're all the way down uh, the bottom, right. Mm -hmm. So, so my, my thought here is that um, first of all, like clean and simple is better. I'm a, I'm a little concerned because I see fragrance higher in the list than the actual fruit extracts and the fruit extracts are going to be your really good, um, exfoliators and brighteners. Th oh, that's good. what okay. it's supposed to do, what the label is promising to do, but yep. they have more fragrance in the product than they actually have of the, um, like the key ingredients. Um, so what I typically recommend, um, you know, and of course we are a farmhouse fresh and a circadia spa, mm -hmm. but um, 
I really, really love the brand The Ordinary. Okay. And uh, they they have, and their price point is incredible. I mean, most of their stuff is like under $10. And they have some great um, lactic serum, like lactic acid serum. So that's going to be, as long as you don't have a dairy allergy, a lactic acid serum is going to be great for exfoliation. Um, as good as mechanical exfoliation is, that's the gritty, you know, mechanical mm -hmm. exfoliation, um, really chemical exfoliation. And, and I say that, and that means, you know, the, in the form of like fruit acids, lactic acid, um, things like that, those are going to give you a more, a more even and refined and controlled exfoliation versus the mechanical. When you have the mechanical exfoliation, there's so many variables, the size of the particles, the pressure that you're using and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I really, I personally really like using, um, serums chemical exfoliation and usually I have my clients start using that like once or twice a week and work up depending on how your skin reacts whether it's you know if it's reacting well or it's getting a little sensitive then we you know that that's how we determine how often you want to use that but okay so I, I love the gritty stuff but I really would be careful with how often you use that and I would look for something that doesn't have an added fragrance, doesn't have quite so many um, ingredients that really are just like what I'm seeing here is, you know, the um, acrylates, copolymer and things like that. Mm -hmm. Those are like thickener, mm -hmm. binders, fillers. They're, like you're paying for stuff that's not doing anything good for your skin. Got I'm it. glad it's not making you sensitive. So it's not, you know, you didn't pick, you didn't pick something wrong per se, mm -hmm. but there are better things for the same price point. Oh, good. So a serum, you know, I've seen serums in little bottles that they, they kind of remind me of like an essential oil kind of thing. Is that what I would look for rather than a big tube of stuff? Yeah. So I would recommend um, Ulta or Sephora. I'm pretty sure they both carry the ordinary. And I also think you can go, yeah, you can go right to the ordinary.com. Oh, good. Okay. You know what? Wait a minute. That's, I went to the wrong website here. Yeah. So um, you can go right to their website. I'm pretty sure you can buy directly from there. Oh, good. Okay. But look for that. They, they have, you know, they have everything. I always recommend to start with lactic because that's usually a good gentle um, exfoliant, but they have, they have retinol, they have niacinamide, which behaves mm -hmm. a lot like retinol, but isn't quite as um, sensitizing sometimes. But they have, you know, all of these great products. Let's see if I can find you a lactic here. They have a 1% retinol and squalene, which is, I believe, an olive, like an olive-based oil that's really great for your skin um, and is a, you know, a great buffer for the, uh, for the retinol. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Casey, what website are you on and are you able to send it through the chat that I can share it with everybody? Sure.
thank you for doing this. I'm so excited that you're actively looking this up while we're in oh, here. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. this is one of the perks. So um, I should have had the uh, I should have had it pulled up on here. Anyway, um, let's see. How do I exit full screen? Yeah, if you can copy the link into the chat, I can bring it up and share it. Oh, oh, you put it in the Facebook chat. Okay. Well, that's perfect because then everybody can. Yeah, that's that, I thought that would be good. That way everybody would be able, you know, if they're tuned in on Facebook, but also if you make it so that. Um, okay, so I'm going to share. I should share screen. my screen. I've got it. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. There you go. You're you're sharing your screen. Perfect. Yeah. Good. So these with a little dropper, then just put the the serum yeah. right on that yeah, rubberized. And then uh, stop scro- uh, scrolling for a minute. There, you see that niacinamide, ten percent plus zinc. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a really great one. Um, lactic is kind of one of those, you know, one of the like old school, tried and true um, type serums but niacinamide is like the new kid on the block that's been really really amazing for for texture and smoothing the skin so i love their niacinamide and guys look at that it's six dollars like you can't beat that talking my kind of language that's right really really clean formulation so Mm -hmm. i really love their products if they would allow me to carry them in the salon i would absolutely do it in a heartbeat but they're they're you know, at those bigger brands at Ulta and Sephora. Mm-hmm. Casey, I made you a co-host. So now whatever you bring up, you can share. Okay. Um, but can we just do a recap? Because we were having a, a whole big conversation. So Grace's question was about skincare for mature skin. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked a lot about exfoliation. So one recap is find fewer ingredients that do not have a lot of scents and things. Right. So here's that lactic acid that I was talking about. And the, the reason I love this one, um, especially for aging skin is that this is a 10% lactic acid, which is a really nice gentle exfoliation, but it also has hyaluronic acid in it. That's what it means when it says HA and hyaluronic acid is a really powerful, phenomenal skincare ingredient. It attracts moisture and it holds, I want to say a hundred times its weight in water, 10, maybe a thousand times weight in water. So it attracts moisture and draws it into your skin and it helps anything that it's paired up with, it helps penetrate in the upper layers of the epidermis. So, yep. It's really great. Oh, good. And there's the how to use part of it too. Yep, exactly. Let's see. And what do you recommend for somebody for how often they should be exfoliating and using this lactic acid serum? Yep. So like I said, I would recommend skipping the mechanical exfoliation altogether, especially because you're still shaving a little bit. Mm-hmm. So shaving in and of itself is, an ex- is a mechanical exfoliation. Right. You definitely don't want to over exfoliate and have your skin in a constant state of injury where it's constantly trying to repair itself. Um, so so I would, I would, you know, stick to the shaving and then use the lactic acid to exfoliate. And I would start with that serum twice a week. Okay. Yep. Just like it says, you're going to put it on at night. Um, 
this would be immediately following your, your, uh, cleansing routine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, which I think, um, now I don't know what cleanser you're using, but I always recommend just a really simple, um, so a really simple, basic cleanser, unless somebody has a problem with acne. Then I'll that, um, whatever it was, I sent a little tube of, uh, I think it was called soap and glory. My, my daughter oh, okay. gave it to me okay. um, and, I've, and I've been using that. that. That seems to be fine. Yeah, that's, that's a nice, gentle, normal cleanser. It's good okay, stuff. good. And then the serum, just put it on and just leave it on? Yep, yep. Oh, you can right, put the serum on directly after cleansing. And then um, you can follow it with a moisturizer. Great. Now your moisturizers, I think we would, if we look at the labels on there, I think we're gonna see the same, I'm trying to get, figure out the how same that. thing. Yeah, I had one of them here, the Neutrogena one. Yeah, I think we're gonna find the same thing when we look at those, especially because I don't understand why, but when it comes to men's skincare specifically, um, brands like that will add a lot of fragrance to it, like where it basically smells like aftershave or cologne. And I think it smells absolutely delicious, but again, not doing anything good for your face. Right. Okay. So same thing with a moisturizer. I would go with something that is more, you know, just a, a very simple, clean moisturizer. And I really like the ordinary um, if you're interested in recommendations from farmhouse fresh, like if, if you like vegan product, which I think most of the ordinary are vegan as well, but, um, farmhouse fresh has a lot of vegan products and their stuff is all usually 95 to 98 or hundred percent natural. So I really like their, their products as well. And then Circadia is more of an advanced line. Um, the price point is going to be a little bit higher, but the formulations are absolutely fantastic. Okay. Excellent. Casey, do you want to see any more of the product labels from Grace or do you feel like you've covered everything? No, because I think, like I said, I think that if she looks at the, the moisturizers, she's going to see that there's fragrance mm -hmm. added in there. You're probably going to see dimethicone, which is like a, it's really just something that sits on top of your skin, but doesn't do anything for your skin. It just makes it feel soft, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So um, I will say probably in your entire skincare regime, exfoliation is the most important step, especially as we age because our skin stops exfoliating for us. Babies have beautiful, amazing skin. They're like poreless because their skin is turning over so rapidly as we get older, it gets slower and slower and slower. Um, so exfoliation is definitely your best tool and um, serum is, the, is definitely the method to get the best exfoliation. Good, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Casey, to add to that, Bronwyn had texted a question to add into skincare. Bronwyn, would you like to ask your question? Yes, I have one very stubborn pimple. <laughs> and I usually end up, because I'm, I'm still shaving some. And I usually, and some mornings, if I'm not careful, I end up uh, shaving it off, which is, kind of painful but um what can i use to to get to get rid of it i think my air conditioner is really loud did you say it was a a mole or a pimple 
I think it's a pimple. It could be a mole. Okay. Um, I'd want to look at it in person. Obviously, I can't do that right this minute. When you say that you shave it off, that typically makes me think that it's some sort of, um, you know, some sort of mole or maybe even a, a, a skin tag possibly or, you okay. know, something along those lines. Have you shown it to a dermatologist? No, not yet. No. And I'm not necessarily recommending that you go spend the money to, you know, get a specialty provider appointment. Um, you are welcome if you feel comfortable to send Cass pictures and she can get them to me and I can let you know what I think it is. Um, if it is a pimple though, um, then again, so one of the best products for, um, especially chin and jawline, because that tends to be hormonal or cystic. Um, is lactic acid. It's a really great anti-inflammatory and it's going to keep things exfoliated for you. And it's going, you know, going to kill any bacteria. If you have a pimple, then you've got some bacteria, um, you know, going on there. Um, but lactic is going to be the thing that's going to smooth that out over time and hopefully prevent the, the nicking. If it's not a pimple, well, then there's really nothing. Nope topical product that we could put on there well, if it's Probably. not a or maybe it's a beauty mark Bronwyn, how long how long have you had it oh probably three or four months when did you start your diet oh just uh, about <laughs> three or four months ago <laughs> okay so bronwyn um is has been changing her whole lifestyle and diet she joined noom and she's been sharing this very publicly. So that's like all over the internet is Bronwyn's weight loss journey. It's so exciting. Um, your diet, Casey can tell you is what's in your body is going to show up on the outside of your body. hundred mm. percent. Yep. And so, and a lot of times if we're seeing stuff in here, um, that could be a, a reaction to dairy, but I don't think that Noom is real, not really high in dairy, right? No, it's, um, I'm eating more of a high protein diet than uh, so, but it, it could be, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep a look, I'll, I'll play it, with it. And you could also be, you know, you could also be detoxifying your body through your new diet. And that could be, you know, you could just be showing some of that, you know, as your, your skin is the biggest organ on your body. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what, like Cass said, whatever's happening inside, it's going to show on the outside. So if you're detoxifying because you're eating really cleanly now, then you may, you know, see some things. One thing we never say is that pores purge. They don't purge, but the skin will react. Right. Um, so for detoxifying, that can be inflammatory as our body, you know, processes things that it's held onto for a really long time, okay. giving it the right nutrients and, you know, tools to get rid of stuff. So it just bubbles stuff up in fat cells and tucks it away for us. So nice. So, so, so nice of our bodies to do that. Right. But then when we start, when we change our diet and we start drinking more water and we're putting intentionally a lot of high value, high biological value, um, vegetables and fruits and things like that. And, and when we clean up our diet and our organs start to all work better, then a lot of times we will see some stuff. Uh, okay. Okay. Like so that. I think it is a positive sign. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, the fact that it's only one, that means you probably weren't, you know, body wasn't too angry with you. 
Yeah. Drink water, drink lots and lots of water, flush oh, yeah. that out. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so to be clear, Casey, we have, um, Renee is asking a question on Facebook because I think, I think we want a hard answer and it, there may not be one. How often should we exfoliate? Because we now know from Grace, don't over exfoliate, mm -hmm. especially if you're shaving. Right. So again, exfoliation is based on every, you know, each person's skin type is going to determine. I have clients that use retinol serums every day, niacinamide serums every day. Um, and then I have clients that can only do it once a week. Um, so it really depends on your skin, on your skin, how it behaves and, and its type. Um, let me see if I can see her comment. So uh, Renee, I can tell you, I exfoliate like a couple times a week. I don't do it every day. Um, my skin can get you very easily irritated. There are times when I may go a few weeks without exfoliating because, you know, life happens and you get busy. And then I remember to do it because I see little blemishes coming in. That's when I exfoliate. Mm -hmm. um, I would think that if you shave, you're not shaving your whole face. So if you have blemishes in other areas, I would imagine not your eyes. You don't want to go near the skin in your eyes, but maybe you could fully exfoliate in other areas. Would that be some good advice, Casey? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, um, but I really like serums. They're very controlled versus mechanical exfoliation. Um, and, you know, and I would recommend starting once or twice a week. See how your skin reacts. For me... I'll use a serum, you know, like on a Sunday night and usually by Wednesday, I can tell that, like, I can feel some texture. I can feel like my, you know, I'll, I'll put my makeup on and it's not going on as well. Or, you know, I'll still feel, maybe I'll feel rough or a little bit dry, even after I put on a moisturizer and then I know, oh, you know, I need to exfoliate tonight. And the next morning, you know, my skin will be much smoother brighter, makeup will go on well, moisturizer will go on really well. And I'll feel it'll, my skin will feel good afterwards, not, you know, rough or anything. So. And, and you brought up a good point because we like to cover the basics because some people have never done any of this before. Exfoliate at night. Don't do yep. this in the morning and then put makeup on. Yeah, it's better. So, so the, the one line that we carry circadia, the whole reason that they're named circadia is because their whole skincare system is based off circadian rhythm, right? But your skin does, your whole body does different things at night versus during the day. Rest versus, you know, at, you know, movement or whatever. Um, your skin, just like your muscles and your brain does its repair work at night. So that's why we want to, we want to put the most effort into our skincare regime at night. So just, you know, to touch on what Cass said about the basics, this is what I recommend to all of my clients at night, you're going to do a double cleanse. So you're going to take your very, you know, simple, basic gel foaming cleanser. Uh, if you're wearing, if you wear makeup, I prefer a pre-cleanse with an oil and you can literally do that with just, you know, the $10 jar of coconut you know, the unrefined organic coconut oil at the grocery store, almost any oil will do because you're going to wash it off anyway, but it's going to melt down your makeup and oil loves oil. We've got oil in our pores. So it, it, and oil loves to trap dirt and 
you want to do a science experiment, wipe down your coffee table with some olive oil and come look at it tomorrow morning and you'll see that it has collected a whole bunch of dirt for you. So oil is great for getting things off being a, a you know, it's a good pre cleanse step. If you don't wear makeup, don't need to do that unless you just really want to it. It does feel really good. An oil cleanse feels great for your skin. It's great for your skin's um, acid mantle, which is an essential fatty acid mantle. Uh, and that's oil. So it's, that's what oils are made of essential fatty acids. So at any rate, but very important cleanse twice that first cleanse, you're just going to be waking up the skin getting some dirt off of there. The second cleanse is where you're really going to start to get into the pores and get the skin really nice and clean from there. If it's an exfoliation night, you're going to use your serum. That's an exfoliator or a scrub if that's what you prefer. Um, and then after your exfoliation step, you're going to give the skin back important ingredients and tools and nutrients that it's going to use to change overnight, either superficially or cellularly. Like some products now are formulated that they do penetrate into the upper layers of the epidermis and they talk to the cells in your skin layers that do things and make you look certain ways. So you, you have products that penetrate and say like, Hey guys, let's like step up our exfoliation game. We have products that are melanin inhibitors that say, Hey guys, let's not make so much hyperpigmentation anymore. Um, you know, things like that. So that's going to be usually you're, you know, you're going to, if you exfoliate, exfoliate first, and then you're going to use a moisturizer or maybe an additional serum that's going to um, continue to address anything about your skin that's a concern. Thank you. And one last question we have on exfoliating again from Renee. How do you know if you over exfoliate? And then we're going to move to Michaela's question. Yep. So you'll know you're over exfoliating if you're experiencing sensitivity or breaking out. A breakout Whenever you break out, that's always an inflammatory response. So that's always your skin telling you like, hey, you ate something or you put something on me that was wrong. So um, if you over exfoliate, you're going to get red, you may get itchy, you might get peely, um, and you're most likely going to have some breaking out. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Casey. All right, Michaela, you're on deck. Um, I'll, I'll read her what you wrote. So Michaela says, whenever I wash my hair two to three times per week, it seems I'm in a constant battle with frizz. It doesn't matter if I blow dry, air dry, or any other way. I'm trying to keep my straightening iron used to the bare minimum. What products are effective for fighting frizz and what's the best heat protectant? Um, and then I've got pictures of Michaela's hair. Michaela, if you want to come off mute and then I don't know if you do you have a brighter light that so we can see you, I can bring your picture up too. Let me grab your picture. Let's see. You're still on mute, hon. I'm going to bring your photo up. Okay, so we are We've got some frizz to work on here. What do we think, Casey? So if from looking at the pictures, if I had to guess, I would say that your hair is on the like fine to maybe medium side in terms of the thickness of the actual strands of hair. 
Like you don't look like you have coarse hair to me. No, my hair's my hair's pretty fine, but it seems yeah. like it seems like I have two different types of hair, like from from the tops of my ears all the way down to the ends. It seems like there's just a lot of frizz. And um, the is top your hair colored? Yeah, it's colored. So it's lightened on the ends. It is lightened, yeah. Okay. Um, what I feel like I'm looking at is not frizz as much as it is hair that's chemically compromised. It looks to me like maybe from coloring, and this doesn't mean that anybody did anything wrong, that, that you did anything wrong or your stylist did anything wrong. Everybody's hair is different um, in terms of what it can tolerate. And when you have more fine hair, it's definitely a little more easily sensitized by chemical services such as lightning. And then, um, you know, heat um, treatments like straightening your hair. Because what I feel like I'm seeing is just not so much frizz, but like a lot of hairs that are like they're breaking somewhere in the mid shaft at all different points in the mid shaft. So a heat protectant is a really great idea. That's very smart to do. Um, but I would also talk to your stylist um, and you know, potentially there's, there's products that they can use now when they're lightening your hair. There's a product called Olaplex. Um, there's a couple other products they can use while they're lightening your hair that are bond, um, like support the bonds in your hair. So they, they go in and make your hair stronger during the chemical process. Um, if they're just putting straight lightener on your hair, that's a pretty traumatizing experience for your hair. So it's if they have something that has those bond builders in it, um, there are lighteners that come with the bond builders in it. And then there are also products that they can add to the lightening solution so that during that process, they're not making your hair more fragile. Because what I feel like I'm seeing is a lot of breakage. Yeah, yeah so, perfect, Bronwyn. Yeah. So she, she does use Olaplex, I know that for sure. She does, and she's yeah. using it on you? Yes, and um, it's, my hair looks amazing for two or three days after I get it done, but then after that, I can't maintain it. And it probably looks amazing because she blew it out and flat ironed it, yeah? Okay, so um, heat protectant, we carry Dabiness products at Rise, um, and they have three that are really, really good. They have, um, and here, let me see how I can actually, I can give you guys a link there. And then I can also get Cass, I can send you our direct um, link art to our site, our store, where they can see all the Davines products and buy directly if, if you if you want. Um, oh, and please, please do that. Because, you know, keep in mind, um, our experts are here, um, you know, giving of this time. So if you're if you she is not just telling you these products because they sell them. She loves them. But if you do decide to buy, please buy through Rise so that a little bit goes back and, and supports, you know, what they're doing. They give a lot back to not just this community, but um, a lot of a lot of um, different organizations and communities in need. So, and I can just say from Olaplex, the first time I used it for anybody who's wondering, it's like O-L-A-P-L-E-X. It's usually not expensive. I want to say salons charge like $15 or something extra to implement if I could be wrong. 
but the way when it was first put in my hair years ago, it was explained to me that if you saw Kim Kardashian go blonde, Olaplex is how she was able to go blonde like that without losing her hair. Like the amount of bleach and chemicals that took to bleach Kim Kardashian's hair can only be done with this add-in called Olaplex. Not to overstep. Casey, did you find your site? Yeah. So here, I'm going to share my screen and we'll go, we'll look at a couple of products. So I love Davines because it's like a, they are like prescriptive hair products that really address, like you can see hair status. They address all these different, you know, conditions of the hair and the scalp. So um, really, really like those. What I would recommend um, for heat protectants, my favorite is gonna be that Oi All-in-One Milk. This is a leave-in and it's kind of creamy. Um, so it's great if you do need something to kind of like weigh those little flyaway type pieces down. This is good because it has a little bit of extra weight. Um, I like the Melu Hair Shield, but, it, but not much weight with that one. All-in-One Milk is a phenomenal detangler. It's a great blow dry serum and it's also a heat protectant. So it's gonna protect your hair through the blow dry and the flat iron without having a second product. Because a lot of times, you know, hairstylists, if you ever watch your hairstylist, they probably use at least three styling products on you in that blowout and finishing phase. Um, and that's, kind of, I mean, personally, it's a little overwhelming, I think for at home um, and hard, like I'm an esthetician, I'm not a hairstylist. So kind of hard to mimic at home as well. Like this hairstylist, it's muscle memory to them. They know exactly how much they need for your hair. Their hands are in hair all day, every day. It's the same way as when my hands touch skin, I know what that skin needs. And that's how the hairstylists are with hair. Obviously we get to know our own hair and skin pretty well, but I personally find it's just overwhelming to use a multitude of products. So I get out of the shower and I either use the um, Oi All-in-One Milk or because you can maybe see I have some light lightning in the ends of my hair also. Um, my hair is very sensitized and fragile because I like to go dark and then go light and then go dark and then go light. So, um, I either use the oil all-in-one, which I really like because my hair gets tangly when it's wet, um, or I use their, they have a new product called Heart of Glass that's just for blondes. And I really love that too. Um, Casey, I use, I use both, I use two different bottles from Davinus. I use the one that you just showed. And then there's yeah. another bottle that's like a clear bottle. And I, Alondra had me use like both at the same time, yeah. Liquid Spell, this is the other thing I was gonna say that I really, really love Liquid Spell. Um, but this is a product that you have to use heat with. So you, if you use Liquid Spell, you have to blow dry your hair, you have to flat iron it. Otherwise, it's gonna give you a funky texture. Um, so that's a heat activated um, product, but it is great because it's reinforcing. It's great for fine hair or, or um, damaged hair. Now let me find you Heart of Glass. 
And Michaela, do you mind if I ask, have you ever thought about wearing your hair curly? You look like you could have curly hair and you're trying to straighten it. I do have curly hair and sometimes I do like to straighten it. <laughs> I do the same. I like it. If you see my photos, I like it straight sometimes and curly sometimes, but when I get too damaged, um, I give it a, like in the summer, I can't fight the humidity and I like to swim. So I don't mm. even bother straightening my hair in the summer. That's like a winter thing. And then I don't wash my hair for a week. Um, I just enjoy the blowout because my hair is dry enough for that. But um, I thought that I had read that she has curly hair. And so the, the first thing that came to mind for me in response to you before I, you know, saw your hair up close um, was that our curly girls have to remember it's very difficult for our scalp oils to travel down curly hair. So you will end up with dryness and, you know, sometimes um, that causes frizz and flyaways. So like Cass said, um, and especially during the summer, it's great try to you know go longer between shampoos and you can also do a conditioning cleanser i'll show you one of those in a second but i wanted to show you this heart of glass this whole line is really good um and it's all it's all got toners in it like it's a a blue violet based it's not really heavy though like it never turns me gray or anything weird like that um but you have a silkening shampoo a rich conditioner the intense treatment um, the conditioner is, if I have, I, ha I use the intense treatment a lot. I believe that the conditioner is not colored. I think just the intense treatment is. And then I love the sheer glaze. This is that brightening thermal fluid. And it also has UV protection, which is important for blondes. Yeah. So fortifying botanical shield, elasticity, extends the life of your blow dry. You really will be able to go several days, kind of like, you know, when you um, get your hair done at the salon. So this is a newer product. I really, really, really love it. Um, and then I wanted to show you the... And while she's showing you, Michaela, I use that oil that she showed in the beginning. I use that when I have leave my hair curly. But you want to be careful, like how Casey mentioned, just because we like to really state the obvious on the show. As you go without shampooing your hair, you're going to be oily at your scalp and not down through your hair. So you don't want to just pile on the oil and start at the head down. You kind of want to start at the ends of your hair first. Yeah. So this is oh, what I, I recommend for curly haired, uh, for our curly haired gals especially during the summer. The curl cleansing cream, it's an all-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It feels like a conditioner. It's gonna cleanse, it's, it's similar to an oil cleanse for your face. This is going to, this is using emollients and oils to trap dirt and remove dirt and cleanse the hair while not stripping the hair. And it's got almond extract in it. So it's really good, um, great, you know, emollients and moisturizers in this. If you're not a person that uses a lot of hairspray and things like that or gel in your hair, a cleansing cream is a, a really good way to go. And even though my hair is just kind of fairly wavy, I like to switch it up and use the curl cleansing cream sometimes too, because my hair tends to be dry because I like to bleach it. 
<laughs> bleach is a no-no word in the beauty world, but that's what it is. And I like to do it. Michaela, I feel like we, we cut you off a little earlier. You were going to try to say something a minute ago. No, I just, I just said that I actually do all, all of my conditioning and whenever I put in products into my hair, I always start at the ends and work on my way because if I start at the top of my head, it'll, it'll look too oily. Yep. That's perfect. And the, the last piece of advice I can give you for my hair, if you see mine is long, so I have a lot of weight and my hair is wet right now because I showered and I did my own facial before we came on. Um, I cannot wet my hair. Like if I had just come into the show with my wet hair, it would, it would frizz out. If I want natural curl without adding heat, what I have to do is I have to shower at night like I did and then go right to bed or I keep my hair back until I go to bed. And then I lay my hair back on the pillow and I sleep like this. And what it does is it lets my hair curl naturally without the weight of the water straightening it. So I don't know if that, if you want to try doing it, like, I feel like I'm pushing you. <laughs> if you want to try doing it curly sometimes, if you're having a hard time and curly hair, like my hair never curls the same on each side. Like this side might be really curly and this side might be more straight. So sometimes like I'll use curlers to like balance it out or, you know, do a little curling iron here or there to, to, you know, if I have a flat area, but that's what works best for me as somebody who's done a lot of damage. As you all have seen all the colors, I've done a lot of damage to my hair over the years. So I try to undo it as much as possible. And Casey's crew is just, they're just phenomenal for this. No, you provided a lot of, both you and Casey provided a lot of great ideas and things that I've never thought about before. <laughs> what I what I love about Casey's staff is they are, um, not only are they supportive of the rainbow, they're very multicultural. So they can give you detailed support on every type of blend of hair. Um, whatever you have, somebody in their salon has it or has dealt with it in <laughs> some way or another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Michaela, do you have any other hair questions before we roll into the nails? No, I, I think I'm good. Thank you very much for everything. Thank you. All right, Bronwyn, we have um, your nail question. I want to be respectful of Casey's time too, because I know I'm she okay. wasn't feeling great. Oh, I'm good. Okay. Finally. I mean, it's like, you know how that is when, if you've ever had a migraine, when the fog finally clears, you're like, oh, okay. I'm alive again. So. Oh, I, I missed one quick hair question while we're on hair. Sorry, Renee, Renee keeps tapping in on us. Um, so this, this is a different type of hair than what Michaela and I have. Um, she says I have very fine and super straight hair. How can I get more body? Totally different question. Thank you, Renee. Mm -hmm. So the big important thing for you, Renee, is going to be to make sure that you're using really clean products that are volumizing. So they're not heavy. Um, and then it's going to be drying your hair is one of the biggest, you know, steps in making it look like it has more body. There's not a ton that you can do because, um, it, you know, body kind of relates to the texture of your hair and how much of it you have. Um, so, but, but there are ways to mimic 
body. And so um, it, the blow dry step is a very important step. Um, you wanna use volumizing products. We like root lifters. We like um, the Davines Volumist um, that goes on right at the root. And then the important thing for you is gonna be to, when you're blow drying, pull the hair straight up, straight up, or say you part on this side, you know, maybe you your hair goes that way. Um, in my case, this would be to my left. I would blow dry and I would over direct my hair to the right all through the blow dry till it's completely dry and then bring it back over. And that's gonna give me big lift. So those are the two, you know, my, my two best tips for that is use volumizing products, um, you know, from shampoo to conditioner to your prep, like step in, um, in the styling area. And then to either go directly up or over direct your hair when you're blow drying. Curlers, if you're not a blow dry gal, curlers will give you a lot of body. You can set your hair in curlers while it's wet and go to bed. And that will give you a lot of body as well. I didn't realize people still went to sleep with rollers. I always wondered. My rollers oh, yeah. are hot rollers. So I'm like, how do people sleep with those pink rollers in their hair? There's great foam ones now. There's great foam ones. Yeah, that aren't terribly uncomfortable to sleep in. That's awesome. We we have clients that don't blow dry and they just set their hair in like big foam rollers. And when they let them out, they look like Marilyn Monroe, like, you know, like that iconic silhouette of that, like big wave. It's beautiful. Oh my gosh. I want to go get like foam rollers now. Michaela, let's do it. That way we're no more heat to our hair. <laughs> uh, all right, Brown, we've got a hair, a hair question from you before we roll into your nail question. Um, I like this because Bronwyn's asking a, a new question that we have never discussed on here, and that's dry shampoos and conditioners. Um, oh, and I can't believe I didn't mention dry shampoo with botifying because that is actually one of my really amazing tricks that my hairstylists make fun of me for it, but they all do it now too, um, is putting dry shampoo right into clean hair for body um, because it's, it's, you know, it's got powder um, and the, the like nemesis of volume and body is oil and your scalp is always producing oil. And if you have fine hair, um, and don't have a lot of hair, that oil, that little bit of oil that your hair starts to produce, I have, you know, a lot of people that, that will say, I can't skip washing because my hair gets oily in one day. Um, so that's where dry shampoo, you know, if, if you put it in right when your hair is clean, you're going to get a lot of body. Um, and you're going to prevent that, you know, like setting in of the oil as it's generating, um, that starts to flatten your hair out throughout the day and overnight. And that's going to extend the life of your shampoo, you know, your washing. So you can go longer between washes and then it's going to extend the life of your styling as well. And dry shampoo is a miracle. Casey, I have a question with that. So somebody, actually somebody who worked for you years ago, um, one of my stylists with you had told me that the active ingredient in dry shampoo is baby powder. Um, no. Okay. I guess that's why she's not with you. No, it, I mean, <laughs> depending, depending on they, they may have said, if they said baby powder, then I don't <laughs> speak of baby. Well, like, so like cornstarch. 
Um, it, yeah, it can be a number of different things. It, it depends on the line. Every um, product line uses different active ingredients. So you don't recommend people put baby powder in their hair as um, an, an alternative um, to dry shampoo? If, if it is a, uh, if it is a clean, everybody say hi to Charlotte. <laughs> hey, hi. Charlotte. Um, depending on what, um, depending, if you get a really clean baby powder, it's not talc, um, uh, you know, because they've, they've linked a lot of products, a lot of ingredients in baby powder, um, they've linked with, uh, cancer now. So. I would not just use, you know, straight up baby powder. Yeah, talc is one. So this uses, I. this uses a rice starch. That's their primary ingredient is rice starch, rice flour. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Which they use, um, there's rice, powder and rice flour in a lot of skincare ingredients as well. I mean, in, in a lot of skincare products as well, in, in exfoliators, because it's just such a nicely, like finely milled. Yes, I'm still talking. Okay. Um, it's just a really nice, finely milled powder. Um, and rice is very anti-inflammatory. It's not something that typically is going to um, make you itchy or, you know, aggravate your, your scalp. You're muted, Cass. Oh, I think we've got a little one um, getting ready for bed. So let's hit Casey with this last. Um, yeah, we've got nails and then we have a quick supplement question, but we'll we'll make them fast for you. So Bronwyn, um, Bronwyn says that she has short nails. They bug her when they grow out. She does a lot of drawing and painting. Any suggestions to making them look better and not bug her? Um, and she also has parallel lines on her nails. What can she do about that? And I'm going to um, have a picture of Bronwyn's nails. Yeah, I do want to see that. Hold on. Wait, I think you're sharing your screen again. I am. So this little guy right here best product oh. ever if you're gonna wear your nails short this is perfect it's got a different level of um grit on each side of the block and so it's got you know the sides to um it's even got that step two side that is for removing ridges the step one side should be there to file. So you have file and it's numbered. Um, I can put this link into the, uh, into our chat here, and then maybe you can transfer it over to the live cast. You got it. But yeah. it, this is perfect. If you're going to keep your nails short, I would have one of these everywhere that you exist, office, car, kitchen, bathroom, all over the place. Um, and this is going to be great to keep your nails from getting 
um, you know, if they get snaggy or, or anything like that. And then you have that, the, 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 the sides two, three, and four truly manicures your nails. So you, do, you use two to buff out those ridges. Step three is going to give you just like a matte appearance. And then if you want shine, like as if you had a manicure and had a clear polish on, um, then you would use that, that step four side and it's going to leave your nails so shiny. Like you literally just polish them with clear polish, but you don't have anything on your nails. And then at night, I would recommend uh, a nail and cuticle oil or cream. I use, um, I use the Glossier balm.com um, balms for my lips at night. And then I do my cuticles. I put it, I put it on my lips and then I slap it on my cuticles and go to bed. Oh. And you do that every night. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Do you still need to see a picture of Bronwyn's nails? Yeah, let me stop sharing and let me see because I want to see the ridges. I don't think I do. Okay. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So those are do you feel comfortable sharing how old you are? Yes, I'm 71. Okay. So first of all, you're beautiful. I thought you were in your 60s. Um, you. But these are totally normal ridges that are just unpreventable. They happen with aging. If I had looked at these and they were really deeper pronounced, I would say to talk to your doctor and get your vitamin levels checked because it could be a vitamin deficiency. B vitamins, K vitamins will cause the, this uh, vertical ridging. Horizontal ridging is more serious, um, but these are vertical, which I was suspecting that this is what I was going to see. And these are just normal ridges that happen with aging. So yep, I definitely recommend get yourself one of those buffer blocks and you will be able to, you know, keep the edges, keep that free edge cleaned up and, and smooth, and then use those, you know, side two, three, and four, and you can give yourself either a very natural like, matte finish, or you can buff it to a high shine and it takes no time at all. And the price um, is- Oh, I'm sorry, Bronwyn, go ahead. And the price is right. Yes, we love that. That actually, that connects to the last question we had before going in tonight, we had a last minute question from Erica Fremont asking what supplements can she take for hair, skin, and nails? Mm -hmm. So you want biotin, you want your B vitamins, and you want your K vitamins. Those are the ones that are going to be really important for supporting your hair, skin, and nails. Um, I also really love an essential fatty acid or, or an omega, um, omega-3-6 um, supplement if you're not allergic to fish, if you don't have any kind of fish allergies, fish oil is great for the skin. It's anti-inflammatory um, and it will give you, you know, it, it really helps boost the skin. Um, if you do have a fish allergy, then I recommend flax. And um, my other favorite like miracle product is um, collagen proteins. And you can get the unflavored collagen protein powders. Again, make sure if you have a fish allergy, um, or a dairy allergy, make sure you're checking your ingredients, but um, they have some really great ones that are clean. Uh, Amazon has several, um, and I can actually pull one up. Let me get you guys the link for the buffer quick. 
Casey, thank you. And while you're looking at, we have another nail question from Rami from, sure. she's one of our Kiwis uh, from New Zealand. She says, my nail will not grow past my fingertips. They always break and are super fine. Any yep. tips? So that's, that's a vitamin thing. We need to get, we need to amp up your protein intake and amp up your K vitamins and B vitamins. Those are going to strengthen and biotin. It's going to strengthen your nails. Um, and the other thing to do is, is intentionally keep them a little bit shorter um, until they start to feel stronger. If they're if they feel um, papery and thin and weak, trying to grow them past the end of your fingertip is not going to be good for. It's not going to really get you length that has any longevity and it's not going to um, help support and fortify a strong nail bed and you need a strong nail bed and, and healthy cuticles for good strong nails so here let me get you guys um a link for this collagen protein Casey, thank you so much. I can't imagine we couldn't have squeezed in a tour of the spawn salon on top of all these questions. We need to have you here more often. This has been yeah, so- Yeah, we definitely do. And then here's, um, I just put in there vital proteins. That one's a, a little bit higher of a price point. You can find similar products to that on um, Amazon that are a little bit better price point, but I, I really like the vital proteins, unflavored collagen peptides. I stick it right into my coffee. It dissolves instantly. It has no flavor and it gives you about 18 grams of protein and 10 or 20 grams of collagen. And collagen is really great for your hair and skin. Wow. Thank you so much. You have so many thank yous coming in, um, in our Facebook group. My daughter totally stole my phone, so I can't see the live. <laughs> it's okay. This is this has been absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to wrap us up with some um, important updates. Uh, so first of all, Casey, thank you. Come back anytime. This is this has been amazing. Yeah, Grace said it right. With I always love coming on here. I love you guys. I love talking to all of you, and I especially I'm a nerd. I'm a super nerd. So bring on the questions. If you can't tell, like I'm a super nerd. I love to answer your questions. Yeah, I don't know if you can tell, Casey's not like, I like beauty. Casey's like, here's the science <laughs> behind why it works, yeah. um, which, which we love and appreciate that um, you, know, you were that thoughtful with that. So mm -hmm. let me share some important news. We have been announcing that the Erie Conference starting the week of November 17th, they opened their books they're at a new location. If you've ever gone to Erie, thought about going to Erie before, they are already booked, be, I believe, beyond the capacity they've ever been in the past at two beautiful hotels. And they've already booked out all their inexpensive rooms in their room block at both the Marriott and the Sheraton. And it's gorgeous. If you look at the Lake Erie, the Lake Erie Gala for November for 2021, it's on the bay, it's on the water. I'm going to be there. Lindsay Taub is going to be there. And some other friends from My Feminine Heart have been in touch um, with the amazing chairs. Their committee is figuring out who all is going to come mm -hmm. up as well. So it's kind of like a My Feminine Heart invasion into Erie. It's my first time. I'm excited. We're going to be doing portraits. Mm -hmm. where Lindsay's going to be doing styling. 
There's going to be workshops and seminars. I'm going to be doing yoga with my girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Um, So much to do for free. That's going to be so fun. Um, So stay posted with that. They only, I think they only opened up, don't get upset if I'm wrong, 20 extra rooms that are at the 109 a night rate. Once those last 20 rooms are booked, that's it. I don't think they can get any other rooms in their block. I heard rumors that they might be trying to connect with another less expensive um, hotel in the area. But if you are wanting to go to Erie and you want to get in that room block at that discounted rate, now is the absolute time to book. Even at this point, they might be sold out. So keep an eye on that. Um, Other stuff that's coming up. So next week, um, you all voted. You threw out your ideas and we have another great club member led discussion panel and it's um, how to cope with the loss of friends and family through transition. And it was so overwhelmingly voted for when this was suggested that I know it's going to touch a lot of people we've had. I've already seen like the Renaissance transgender group of New England has shared it. So we have some groups that are going to be tuning in. And that's something that we're going to ask for everybody who wants to be on the panel. So we're going to handle the Zoom link a little differently. It's for this coming Tuesday. I'll make the Zoom link available as soon as tomorrow. I'll email out the info. Here's what we'd like you to do. If you'd like to sit on the Zoom panel with us, and we hope that you do, you have to be a club member who signed a model release as always. But for this time, we want you to help us get out the word. So we're asking you to share the Facebook event, invite your friends when you share it, and tag me so that I can see and comment too, so we can help really boost it. And then send me an email in case I don't get the tag notification. When I get your email that you have shared the Facebook event, I will send you the Zoom link. Um, But remember, it's me personally, Cass Storm here sending the Zoom link. It's not an automatic thing, so bear with me. But I will be able to do this up and through lunchtime of Tuesday, and then we'll go live that night. So you can't send me an email at like 8.30 saying I shared the link. Why can't I get in the Zoom when we've been in the Zoom for 45 minutes? So if you want to participate, I would love, I hope we have a big panel. I want to hear everybody's thoughts and feelings on this. It's going to be really phenomenal. So all we're asking is that you help us promote it if you want to join us in the Zoom. Uh, So that's for next week. And then the following week, we have one of our club member socials, which are not recorded. So they're open to every club member. Anyone from My Feminine Heart that's a club member who wants to join in the social. Here's a special twist, though. Lindsay Taub is leading it. It's a free styling Zoom. Bring your favorite outfit and she will talk to you about your wardrobe. So this is your Zoom. This isn't pajama night. This is get your style on. It's going to be really fun. Night. Yeah, I know. I almost wore pajamas for you. That's one of the reasons I was like clean shape. I have oil treatment in my hair. Look at this slick. It's great. So um, yes. Next, in two weeks, that is the first Tuesday in August. I think it's August 3rd. It's going to be the Dress to Impress Zoom to talk style with Lindsay. So if you want any advice on outfits, that's your night to, just like you got Casey for free tonight with her amazing um, esthetician background and expertise. In a couple of weeks, you're going to get Lindsay, but everybody can join in because it's not recorded. So if you miss it, you miss it join in that social. So I love you all. If you have any questions, you can always reach me, info at cassandrastorm.com. Thank you so much tonight. Thank you to Grace, 
Bronwyn and Michaela for joining us in the Zoom. Thank you, Casey, for taking your evening with us. We know you weren't feeling great. Really appreciate it. So glad we weren't at Rise because we never could have fixed, squeezed that tour into. So we'll have to save it for another time. Hope you join us next time Casey's with us. Good night, everyone. We love you. See you next week. Love you guys. This was great. Really made my day. Thank you. Thank you. Us too. Have a good night, everybody. Never miss a single podcast by signing up for our newsletter at myfeminineheart.com.